At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello everybody and welcome to today's Sunday Q&A. Brought to you from the shipping shed. <laughs> I'm actually starting to spend quite a bit of my time, to be honest with you. I'm getting quite used to it. It's okay, you know, but we'll come on to that later. Before we start, we're on miles on gearboxes and stuff like that. Um, CJ says zero to 850,000 kilometres. That's a couple of trips to the moon and back. I've Googled it. It's one trip to the moon and back, but it's definitely a trip to the moon and back. And you've still got spare. So you can sort of maybe go around the earth a couple of times on your way back as a, as a sort of um, scenic route home. But no, so though the Merc's gone, went to auction, got 3850 in auction. I think we give about 10 for it. I think we, that's probably not one of my best buys. But um, it's still not been bad, you know, kind of. It's just, I wish less had gone wrong in the meantime. The problems of buying trucks with too many miles on them. But you learn as you go. I, was, uh, I, I still don't have a clue what I'm doing. I'm just basically waving my arms in the dark in this thing. So but, um, I, keep, I keep going, hoping one day I'll see the light. Hallelujah. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, yeah, so the main, week, well, the, the main video this week was on the shipping shed. The shipping shed. <laughs> I called it the, the stuff, the stuffest, stuff, stuff, the stuffest. No, it's the shipping shed. So we cool. We got our bits and pieces. Can't say there's been much past the evolution today. Um, I just occurred to me. I'm going to. I want to extend this desk thing, as I said in the video, like you know. But then it occurred to me. They don't really. Oh, how much money I want to do? Anyway, we'll come on to it. I'll, I'll, I'll fill you, fill you in with the comments. Uh, Nick says. <laughs> love it right I'll be honest I did muck around with the video a bit because I kind of figure I probably should do it with a Sunday Q&A to be honest with you but it's time isn't it um, and like just just looking at head the same shot of looking at a head for um, like 20 minutes 10 minutes is a bit much and also there's this guy I watch on YouTube I can't even remember his name it's kind of like Fab Gab Gadgets or something like that. Sort of Asian fella. And he's just... You know, like some people are really entertaining to watch. This guy's just really entertaining to watch. And I looked at some of the things he does between his videos. And he kind of clips a bit and puts a quip in and does that. And there's a little line. And it just keeps it going. So I thought I kind of... Was it a nod to him? I was kind of inspired. I'll try and remember his name. I can't remember it, like, you know. But um, I haven't subscribed or nothing. I haven't subscribed to anyone. But um, short of Nick at London Creative. Please subscribe. Everyone loves a subscriber. Um, oh, and Jonathan Pye, I like him. But uh, no, so, yeah, so I mucked around with it a little bit. I'll, I'll, if I get time, I'll do it more, but time is always of the essence. I kind of thought when I'm in the office, I'd have a load more time. No. 
but we'll see maybe one day if i get the hang of it a bit better and i can sort of you know got done by three i might muck around a little bit who knows uh, as london creative said he said if you notice the video was very grainy you know running creative subscribe to his channel because of all the light and open plan windows it seems pretty dark in there and the camera's compensating by pushing the iso up that's the camera term for something um that's making the footage grainy and muddy. So you either want some portable studio lights, or which you can charge while you're recording, or a mirror in the garden at an angle, pointing into the shed to push the light up. And he could call the shed the SS Jalopy. I'm not going to put a mirror in my garden. <laughs> it just seems a bit much, doesn't it? I could put some lights in here. I'll be honest, I think part of the problem was I tried to zoom in too much, like, you know? Um, and of course, I, I could use, I'm using the front camera on the phone. I could use the back cameras on the phone, or I could use the other cameras, but I don't know. I'll work it out as we go along. It's a trick. It does all right, I think, you know? Um, Dale Steele says from the shed, he says, you want two monitors, one monitor in a feed constant and the other doing everything else. That would be great, that, <coughs> Dale, particularly as I've got one monitor on the laptop and have another monitor over there. But don't you need like a second graphics card and all that? Once again, it's all part of the evolution. The first thing I want is a longer bench type desk. Because then I'll have, at the moment I've got this much. And then I'd have this much. You can't see my hands. This makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. But I'll have more space that I can spread out and fill full of rubbish. My, my lucky gonk. The, the, uh, the, the um, spare lead for my retractable pencil. It's a young one's reference. Contemporary reference for the 18 to 25-year-olds there. Um, yeah, so, but we'll get around to it. At the moment, it's working fine with a big TV. It's fine. Um, Petri Marku says, Pete, let me know when I can bring you a proper chair to the, to the shipping shed. Petri, I've left me number, mate. I'm always here. I'm always happy to talk to you. Don't go out of your way. This one's okay. I'll get around it eventually. If you're passing, brilliant. If not, don't worry. I'm okay, mate. I'll be all right. I'll sell a spike. Black Adder reference. Another contemporary reference for the 1825-year-olds there. Um, Clive Littlewoods. He said, call it SS Van Gogh. And Casey Curries also said SS Van Gogh. It's a bit on the obvious, isn't it? Sure we can do so. I'll, I'll know it when I hear it. I'm not there yet, but I will know it when I hear it. I'll keep thinking about it. And you can keep thinking about it too, please. You know, work for free. Why not? Plenty of work for those that work for nothing. Stay the Chris Oasis. Um... So Dunk Wales, he says, he said, just demolish it, Pete. It's going to be a nightmare in the winter. The damp is going to wreck your equipment really quick. Good luck with the video, though. It's not, it looks worse than it is. Everyone says it's sort of falling to pieces, but it's not falling to pieces. I come in here, it's hammering down with rain outside. I've had a lot of rain lately. I come in here, it's bone dry. It's going to get cold. I know it's going to get cold, but when it gets really cold, I won't come out. Um, and then we might have to go and, you know, bang the house. And, of course, there's still the, the potential of evolving the back cave, which I'm still thinking about. Because you need three offices for four trucks, don't you? Four offices for four trucks. One for every truck. Perhaps a tad overzealous, maybe. I don't know. Um, but, yeah, no, it's not that bad. And also... Um, oh, good. Gareth, Gareth rides bikes. Oh, that's... Um, Van on the run, isn't it? He says, never mind all this. What people want to hear is some Viz joke storylines. On a serious note, Pete, um, have you considered demolishing it, replacing it with something suitable? It looks like access is good and maybe investigate a shipping container uh, that has been converted into an office. I thought about that. That could be cool. You also, you can get the old <coughs> porter cabins. Sometimes you can get a porter cabin and you can put that in because you know, it's got all the electric and everything running around it already. 
um, and they're cheap second hand they start at 10 foot long if you take someone on one day and you need you gather in for two I guess it would be it would be odd working from inside someone's house full time shipping containers can be hidden with fencing and wooden panels and an ivy for a natural look um, yeah the other thing is because the kid does the interior design thing didn't she and so she's had a word with B&Q and gone do you fancy donating us a shed We'll build it, we'll make videos about it, blah, 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 we'll plug it and all that thing. They haven't come back to her. She's not that big. She's big-ish. She was on the BBC, but that didn't really go anywhere. Um, and But she's up to, I don't know, I don't understand it. I think she's got about as many subscribers as I have. But Insta's different to YouTube, which is different to TikTok and all that kind of stuff. But um, um, but I don't know, if I get a free shed, I get a free shed. In the meantime, I'm just going to make do with what I've got. I'm going to make this work to the to the cheapest and the best of my ability, and then slowly but surely, if I find I'm using it more and it evolves, or maybe if I get a few quid somewhere, I might invest in a better one. Don't know. We just see. But for now, it, as my mate Nigel says, done is better than perfect. Just get it done. We can perfect it later. And finally, Wayne Rawlings says, loving the Viz comic hardback on the shelf. Used to love them back in the day. This is some issues yet. This is Roger Melly's. Prophanosaurus, like a thesaurus, but Prophanosaurus, and it's got um, various different. I just opened this at random. Various different de- definitions of the things that you might hear about, like for example, Gary Glitter. It's Cockney rhyming name for something. I've just gone past it now. Um, yeah, there's various different, pretty much all of which I can't read on the channel. My favourite one is the Angry Pirate. If you happen to get hold of this book. Look up Angry Pirate. It's got 10,000 different definitions. I mean, my mate Nigel, who I mentioned earlier, has actually got an entry in there. And the chin airbag, which is, you know, like when you have a photograph, and it's the chin airbag, the definition of a chin airbag is um, the appearance of multiple chins on a non-fat person um, in a photo. You know, you suddenly you take the photo and it comes out this. I can't really do that because it's proposed to a non-fat person. And it's the phrase is, oh, it looks like their chin airbag's gone off. So, um, yeah, great. It's a great book. And this was fantastic. Roger Melly, See the Sexist, um, Buster Gonad. Oh, it was hilarious. Oh, I used to love it. I stopped reading it. My favourite Viz comic was the one where it could, the officially not funny anymore, which was about in 1991. And my favourite bit, it said on the front, still only £1.10. The previous month it had been a quid. <laughs> Love it. For absolute genius they were. Oh, and some of the crap jokes. They were great. But anyway, I'm, I'm, I can't go on about this because we have other things to talk about. Like. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The wise guys. So today on the wise guys, uh, he says, Got a question for the wise guys regarding the expansion of ULEDs. If I'm driving anti-clockwise around the M25 and I need to turn off to go outside the M25, will it take me into the zone, which means it will cost me £12.50 just to exit the M25? No. No. If you're going, for example, around the 25, and you need to go to Slough, I know what he's saying, the slip road takes you inside the M25, then goes round and out. No, that won't. And a lot of the time, 
going inside the M25 doesn't necessarily get you a charge anyway, because you can go to Watford, Rickmansworth, um, uh, there are various different places. Watch out for the ULES signs, but normally, as far as the 25 is concerned, I don't think there's anywhere where you actually turn off on a slip road and turn straight into a sign. And there were, there's always a warning as well, which means it have to put a warning on every motorway junction that says if you turn off here, you hit the, the LEZ. So there's, there's got to be, you do get a little bit of grace. Um, and we got a few from Nick the Urban Trucker today, because he's actually, which is good because he's, he's kind of the wise guy. He brings us in. He says um, the road right, the, the 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 HGV road user levy charge came back into force this month for vehicles twelve tons and over, which means foreign registered trucks have to pay upon entry to the UK if not before, and will be charged. Um, on our road tax renewal bands, the various different bands which are down in the notes if you want to read them I won't read them all out but the long and the short of it is it seems to work out at like um, a maximum of £749 a year I've had bigger bills I've had to put another gearbox in another clutch this week I've got another one coming down I've done 2.5k in the first one the automatic synchromesh AS1000 the second one is just a second hand gearbox that's doing me at 1200 quid plus delivery plus fat and all that I, I, I really hope these trucks stop going wrong soon because I've sold the Mercedes and all I've done is bought two gearboxes with it but hopefully they'll be good gearboxes we'll see uh, right uh, on the subject of trucks I think the, um, the urban trucker carries on This we're on trucks now he says, "I Pete." Um, he said, "What I, if I can't hear you. He said, "What I love about uh, what I love about forums like this, the different options, experiences that some of us have operating trucks. Like Jeff Bryan's has always had really good service from his Merc, yet you haven't. I think it was just old." Um, I've had nothing but trouble with DAFs I've owned, but the Scania I have has been amazing and doesn't miss a beat. Yet Brian Webb doesn't seem to be a Scania fan. They love DAFs. The Webbs love DAFs. Um, I know people who operate iVicos and absolutely love them. You know what iVico stands for? I, vibra- I vibrate, everything comes off. <laughs> My first iVico was brilliant. Shirley was a great truck. She was lovely. Um, I believe there's no wrong or right in vehicles you operate. It's all about what works for you and your business. Don't forget you have one of the best daft dealerships in the country. Brian Curry's near you. Didn't even know that. Um, and don't forget... Oh, no, done that one. Uh, that... That always helps when deciding what makes a truck to run. There's no point operating vehicles if you haven't got a main dealership in your area to back them up. So that's another reason why I like DEFs. Because I've got Grucox. And because I've got Truck and Trailer, uh, Junction 9. Well, they do pretty much part through everything, like, you know. And because we've got HTC and HTC. And, you know, it's kind of, they're big and they're available and they're open. And, of course, there's always Bisons for parts. Bison parts, they're pretty cheap. So I'm, I'll be interested to know where you guys get your parts from, in fairness. If you're out, you're running in my area, something you know that I don't and you want to share with a class. Fantastico. And on the subject of Brian Webb, um, he's got the next comment. And before we go on, Brian, what are you doing? You've cut your hair, mate. Why'd you have to go and cut your hair? He's sort of, I went to the yard yesterday. He's, uh, oh, Brian and Ian are up there. And it's all gone short. He had hair down to here last week. He's got hair like shorter than me now. I thought, so it him. So it looks all right, like, you know, but... Um, just a bit of a shock. Whoa, who's that? It's the, sil- it's the silver fox has had a trim, you know? So um, he says, what you want is a low mileage 18 tonne. He said, but the chances of finding one are very, very slim because of the initial cost. That's why most people run them into the ground, like you have found out. 
when I started out, there was more choice of makes. Um, not many left now. Without doubt, um, a DAF is the way to go. You always want to be looking to leave it. They don't want to be leaving it to the last minute because you'll get someone else's rubbish. I know it's easy for me to say, but when I was in a position uh, to do any spares that I needed, they, when I wasn't in a position to buy any spares I needed, they'd all go wrong for some reason or other. Spares back up the, the maker vehicle today, not the name badge. Who, who in their right mind pays 40k for a Scania badge with 1980s running gear? The back eight comes for free though. And like, like Nick the Urban Trucker says, we've all got an opinion. And that's Brian's opinion. He loves a DAF. I love a DAF too. So there we go. Um, and John Fennell, our man in Ireland, he's put a little comment in. He says, cheers for the shout out. That's right, John. He says, I'm looking for an 18 ton Scania. Nice price. Only two, he says, I'm looking at an 18 ton Scania. Nice price. Only 280,000 miles. That's where you want to be. If you can get one where it's X Fleet, well, they chop their trucks every three years regardless. I mean, my one, um, Veronica, was ex-fleet. I think it was ex-free counties or something like that. And I think they just it just come up for change. But it hadn't done a lot of miles because it must have done a lot of local drops. So as a result of which, I managed to get a very, very reasonably priced truck for about, I think it was 7K plus. And it had less than 300,000 on the clock. So you got that's where you want to be. If you go much more than that, and Euro 5 as well, a lot of men might have been shopping it because they're going into London or something. But that's where you want to be. If you can get that, that's the way forward. A very reasonably priced truck where parts are readily available and cheap. No massive computer to go wrong on it, so you're not plugging it in every two minutes to work out what the, what the next light on the dashboard is. Um, and sort of, and still got plenty of life in it. That's what, I mean, if I could, that's the way I'd always go. Um, he said, um, I'll be, he said, I've just, right, so this is Brian again, um, John again, curtain side and tuck under tail, very tidy. Just putting my own license in gear soon. I've already, I've already dedicated a mechanic and parking. That's good, you're off the way there. Uh, just waiting on an insurance quote. I'll be applying for my own license very soon. I've had my class one since longer than I care to remember. Don't want Arctic work, but an 18 ton ridge is for me. We'll let you know, and yes, we have to meet soon. Um, you owe me breakfast, not whiskey. Okay, fair enough, John. That's fine. I'll buy you either one. Oh, you can have both. I think also, bearing in mind the miles and the time that you were putting in, he was getting up at stupid early and coming over here and sleeping in there and everywhere. If you can get yourself an 18 ton rigid sleeper with a nice little bed in it, when you're done, you just sort of just put your head down and get a proper night's kip. I think that'll do you a favour. And I think it'll help you turn a coin in the long run as well. I think that'd really be a bonus for you. So, mate, best of luck. Absolute best of luck with it. So, um, now we're on to miscellaneous. And today's miscellaneous... Nick the Urban Trucker again. He says, uh, Pete, he says, have you, have you found the, have you, have you found the experience of selling at auction? I know it's not your first time. Did you try and get offers from dealers first? Did you think you'd get a better price at auction after deductions than you would have selling to a dealer? Or is it the case of get it gone as quickly as possible, mate? I'll be honest, if there's something that I'm not 100% happy about with the lorry, like when we sold, um, Alice, Mark said it's breathing the engine's breathing. He said, put your hand over that. He said, you can feel the air coming up. It's not supposed to be coming up. Now that might go tomorrow or that might last six months a year, but you never know, but that's on its way out. So I thought, I don't want to sell it to somebody because I drive it for a week or two, I drive it for three months, the engine goes, and what have you done to me? The same with the Merc. It was getting, breaking down. I mean, don't get me wrong, I've done all the bits to it. The air blue was sorted, the, 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 the compressor was sorted. You can see on the side of the frame there. Um, two weeks old. 
one of the tyres, it turns out, well, I, I could have had a tyre off it and put an older tyre on, but do you want to faff around? We did take a bit of diesel out of the tank because he'd filled the tank up before it went went sideways, like, you know. But um, the, now we've got a funny thing leaking behind the gearbox, which might be an ECU. It could be, I don't want to sell it to someone. They're going to ring me up and go, what have you done to me? But if you go to auction, everybody knows you get it sold to see. If the thing blows up the second it leaves the gates, it's on you. I never strap it up to put it in, but it's sort of, it is what it is. So that's why I went to auction. If I ever had a truck that I was getting rid of just because it was too old, if I ever get to the stage where I'm running newer and newer motors and want to chop it, then I probably would use Gumtree. I'd probably use Auto Trader or Truck Trader or something like that, and I'd probably try and get decent money for it. But in these cases, it's just a matter, I don't want, I don't want someone else's headache coming back on me. So, you know, you get what you're given and like it kind of thing. That's why. Uh, domain name guy, he says, what is it cost, what is, what is it cost carry at the start? Buying a van, insurance, uh, public liability, first months and stuff like that. He says, um, he says, I'm just curious, as many couriers are struggling to make money as courier prices are getting more competitive and the margins are slim. I've done one on this. I did one on how to how much it's going to cost you to join the exchange and start, but it's exactly the same as joining as a courier. Just take the exchange bill out which is now kicking around two grand or something like that, I think. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, so there is a link up there. But, yeah, I think you've got to be looking... Worst-case scenario now, you've got to be looking at around about... Seven, eight. It's got to be. By the time you bought the, any old van... You could probably do it for five, but you'd be probably buying yourself a world of pain buying something that's about to collapse and all that kind of stuff. But it's not cheap. I was lucky I had the van to start with because I was on the market. So all I had to do was buy the exchange, change the insurance, and bing bong, there you go. So, uh, Leach, she says, I'd love to have a nice new van, but I, um, but like you, I don't fancy leasing. As you never know, the work will dry up. The problem is, if you don't have enough cash to buy one and you're not sure the bank would lend you 10k, he says, since the LEZ expansion is going to happen, the price of a Euro 6 van is shot up, which hasn't helped. Again, yeah, um... I think we might have done a new versus old. If we've done a new versus old, I'll link it if we haven't. I'm not sure. Uh, but, yeah, you don't have to buy... You can buy a Euro 5 and pay to go in. It's £12.50 to go in, I think. £12.50 or 15 I'm not sure. Round about that area. Um, and you might not go in every day. So if you, if you don't, as long as you don't live inside the zone, if you live in Dunstable, one day you might get a job going into sort of Euston, but they might pay you proper money for it. Put the zone. I always just used to put the zone charge on top. Or one day you might get one going to Derby. In which case, do you need a brand new Euro 6 fan if you go to Derby? Might be nice for the people of Derby not to breathe these slightly different fumes that come out of it, which are exactly the same, and it is just a poor person's tax under the guise of ecology. Ugh. This we know. But, um, yeah, I sort of, I don't know. I, would, I'd sort of, I wouldn't bother with a new one. I'll try and find the tidiest fan you can within your budget and start from there. Uh, and finally, we've got a, and a final one from Nick, the Urban Trucker. Like, so he's put, put a lot of very sensible comments in there. Well, not they're always sensible, just good to know, like, you know. He said, Pete, do you use vehicle tracking software? It's so cheap now, and it saves you having to call the drivers and then call the customer back um, when getting ETAs. Especially helpful when the customer say, is your vehicle already on site? Plus, you can use it as evidence for waiting time if the customer wants to argue about paying it. I get a discount on my insurance for having them on my vehicles. Plus, if stolen, I can shut the vehicle down remotely. I have thought about it. Uh, Daniel, superhero, transport ex-transport manager. I'll have to have a new name for you, and I, Daniel. 
sort of, uh, yeah, he, he kind of, he, he put someone in his vehicle. To the stage, he said that I can actually tell if the driver is sitting there, say, for example, he's on a bay and they haven't asked for his keys, and he's sitting there and he's idling the engine because he's sort of, you know, just because, he said, I can turn the engine off. I said, what do you think about diesel? He went, yeah, seen the price of diesel. Yeah, I'm thinking about diesel. I have thought about it. There is a tracker of sorts on the CX, which up until now has always done the trick for me. So once again, work in progress. Pete the Clueless. Pete the Clueless. How does that work? Pete, not the Pete the Courier driver, Pete the Clueless driver. Uh, Still trying to sort of find his way through the dark. Where's the lights? I'm on a swivel chair again. Uh, yeah, uh, well, what, a couple that came up on Speed Awareness, because I noticed a couple of people in the comments, I did one on Speed Awareness. Um, fall over Pete, that's a different Pete, that's not me. Uh, he said, did all the people on the course look like dastardly criminals? I can drive down the motorway all day and can find more than a handful of drivers who need a Speed Awareness course, not someone driving at 24 miles per hour. If you ask me, they want us all out of their cars, and this is one way to do it, mate, it just is what it is. Just the thing in life, and it? it's just painful. <laughs> you know, kind of, uh, yeah, this kind of, what are you going to do? Loathe it or ignore it, you can't like it. Um, and John Gilchrist says, he said, Pete, you're 100% correct. We're all human and we all make a mistake at some time. And the AI does not allow us to make mistakes. It's money for someone else. Of course it is. All you've got to do is comply. And it's not always that easy to comply, particularly on motorways where they go, it's 60, no, it's 50, no, it's 40, no, it's 60, no, it's 40 again. Make your mind up. What's going on? So that's it. And in conclusion this week, um, my mate Nigel says, he says, good video, Pete. I'm off to start my kite-making business. You can't make kites, mate. I need you to look after my website, Pete the Courier Driver, which has got short stories on it, which I've never read out. Thinking about writing another one. Another one. I wrote the books. The problem is I come up with ideas for stuff. I've never got the time to do it. And I fancy getting back to the old short story game again. Might do a few short stories. Might read them out to you. Tales from the Shipping Shed. Read by Peter Coe. Hello, everybody. Apparently someone did say on a comment, and I've lost it somewhere, Tom Hardy did Jack and I. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to get quite the same amount of views, but might do it. You never know. Might do one. See if it flies. Bedtime story for the kids. There we go. Right, okay, guys and girls, have a wonderful weekend. Enjoy the su- enjoy the British sunshine. Don't forget your umbrella. And then money we start again. Take in care and take in money. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.